Go back to 
Blair, Father Baker, Rodney Pierce, praying for an urgent marriage situation, praying for Gordon Jenkins, Beth Ann Young, Melvin Dahl. This morning, we bow our heads this morning as we go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious and eternal Heavenly Father, we thank you that you meet us where we are. Yes, thank you, Lord, that your Holy Spirit meets the needs of your people. Thank you, Lord, that the Holy Spirit gives us power today, Lord. We thank you, dear Father, for the day of Pentecost today and the power, Lord, that comes with it, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the boldness, Lord, that the Holy Spirit gives us to speak the word of God. God, I just pray right now, Lord, that today, oh, Lord, we would be continuing, Lord, to do the work of God today in this community. God, I just pray, Lord, today that you would help us, you would give us the boldness, Lord, Lord, to speak out more truth, Lord, in this day. God, I just pray right now for every need that was mentioned. I pray that the hand of God, right now, would rest upon, Lord, these men and women, Lord. Lord, that are seeking after you, Lord, for a touch upon their body today. Those, Lord, that need a miracle today. I thank you, Lord, that you are a God of miracles today. And that you are well able, more than able, Lord, to meet the needs of these people today. God, I just pray right now in the name of Jesus. Because the name of Jesus has power today. And I speak the name of Jesus over every situation, Lord. Over that very situation, Lord. I pray the bondage, Lord. Lord, the sin is put I pray to go break that right now in the name of Jesus. God, I pray, Lord, that you will bind them together with love, their God, today. God, I just pray right now, Lord, for those that are in hospital bed, those that need a touch upon their body, I pray that you meet that need today. God, I pray, Lord, for those, your God, that are here this morning that do not know you as their personal Lord and Savior. I pray, their Lord, that your love would surround them today, that they would know that there is a God out there that loves them, that is real today. God, I just pray that your presence, Lord, will be so real to them this morning. God, I just pray right now that you begin to do a work in their lives. God, we pray for the remainder part of the service, Lord. We pray for those that are coming, your God, to speak. I pray the strength of God today, the anointing of the Holy Spirit today. Lord, I pray you'll give them liberty in your house today. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
team meeting at 10 a.m. So we need our team leaders to come at 10 a.m. on Tuesday morning. We have, uh, we want to show you what you have given to the girls. Pastor Rand is just at a that all there. We've been collecting for Evelyn and Sophia little things that they can play with and do while they're in Canada. And we just want to thank you for your giving. We've got a bag load of stuff for these girls. Come on, Sophia. There it is. And we've got gift cards. They can go get dollars, A W, Dairy Queen, Walmart, Dollarama. We've got all that in my office. So we want to thank you. And we presented this in Sunday School this morning. And the girls are so excited. I don't know where you are with your crutches and uh, we presented that so this afternoon at my house we are going to have so much on our I can't wait <laughs> we're going to have a great time if, you, if you're saying oh man I forgot or whatever uh, the girls have a table in the foyer where they are going to be after the service they have some scarves that they're going to sell and they have some backpacks out there and they're $20 each and the proceeds will go to help them with education. Or if you just want to stop by the table and bless them because you forgot to do this, that's quite okay as well. So I just wanted to show you all that. So maybe you should feel that back because that's a lot of fun in that. Yeah, a lot. How is everybody doing? Didn't we have an amazing time in Sunday school? Oh man, we asked our missionaries questions and they answered whatever we asked. Can anybody tell me something that we learned in Sunday school about Cambodia? Like what's something we learned about Cambodia in Sunday school? What did we learn? What, what do you remember that we learned? Man, Terry, I'm sure you know, because you asked a million questions, and they were all good questions with big words. So, yeah. What's the most like, fascinating thing we learned? Anybody know? We learned that they eat snakes. Right, we said? Yeah. And we also learned, wait for it everybody, that they eat, what? Someone said it. Dogs. Right, we said Yeah. Yeah. You said it. Anyway, we had an amazing time in Sunday school learning about Cambodian missionaries. All right, we are going to so that you guys can go to Children's Church. I do have something special for all of you. If you want, it's by my Bible. There in a bag. My Bible. By my Bible. In a bag. I have stuff for all the children. My Bible is green and there's a bag yeah, right there. Okay. I have a place for all of you. And it says, discover the treasure of God's love. So whenever you wear it, I want you to be reminded that God 
loves you. On the count of three, I want everyone to shout as loud as you can. God loves me. One, two, three.
So those are all the things that my office take care of here in Cambodia. The communities that we work with here in Cambodia range from rural poverty to urban poverty. And so we have a big dynamic amongst the children and the families that we work with. And uh, in this community in particular, which is where we are today in Sansa, uh, the communities here do not have access to their own land. They have no land rights. Water and sanitation is very difficult. Some have it, some don't. And so we are working directly with those families, not just to alleviate some of the physical aspects that they are walking through, but to bring holistic development to who they are in Christ as well. The chiefs and the elders of these communities are coming to us and they're wanting more things in the program. And it's because they see that the families of CCP are different than the families in, the, in their surrounding areas. And I'm happy to say that that is because of a transformed life, because of the gospel. When you sponsor a child, you are actually able to stop this, not only the cycle of poverty through education, but through the family dynamics, you are able to stop human trafficking. When a mom comes to the Lord, the value of life changes for that family. She will no longer allow her kids to be put in vulnerable situations. She will no longer allow them to be sold for sex. Um, the dad, when he comes to know the Lord, all of a sudden has a value for his wife and his children. And so child sponsorship is essentially ending the cycle of abuse in various forms here in Cambodia. We're right at the very cusp of having our CCP kids graduate grade 12, go to post-secondary, go to university. And already, even though they're in their university studies, they are giving back to their community through teaching English and music in the church or in the community, in the community center. And they have a desire to see the families in their communities where they once were to also be changed as they are being changed. To those of you who sponsor kids currently and in the past through Child Care Plus, I want to say a huge thank you. Your investment is for the children of tomorrow. These kids are growing up knowing the Lord and wanting their nation to be changed, not just for him, but in the physical sense as well. They are not satisfied to have the Cambodia that they grew up with be the Cambodia of tomorrow, and they desire change, and that is what's going to happen. So some of you would remember me. I had the privilege of coming here last October and sharing with you, and it's just, we love coming back to Newfoundland. I mean, forget that it's 48 degrees in Cambodia. I mean, it's just really nice to be home and to enjoy all that Newfoundland and Labrador offers. And you know you're from a beautiful province. And we know it even more when we live across the world. How lovely it is to come back home. And I want to thank you personally for giving, number one, to Christmas in Cambodia. Uh, this video encapsulates what uh, events and programs and ministries like that does. And at Christmas in Cambodia, over 500 kids, because of your giving, got not only a present, but they got to hear the gospel, they got to evangelize in their communities, and that is worth every single penny, and I will take your money anytime to do things like that. So I want to thank you so much for investing in that. I want you guys to give yourselves a round of applause for that. We're just so thankful. You know, this video captures the heart of why I would leave Port Grieve, Port Grieve, and move overseas. And when you have the privilege of watching a transformed life, I mean, it just makes your own faith that much more strong, stable, passionate, 
You have a vision when you see a life transformed because of God. It solidifies your own faith. Yet, as you can see, the road is not perfect for the kids and their families. And while their hearts are changed, they live in the same broken world we do and everything that surrounds that. Yet, in the last few months, we've seen over 100 kids give their hearts to the Lord in our evangelism and discipleship program. prayer, while that is important and great, it is our leadership, PSET, his team, our CCP team, actually teaching these kids what it means to say no to Buddhism and to say yes to the God that you And so that's just really exciting for us. Um, we were at a conference last week and I asked PSET, you know, how are you doing? And actually Isaiah Sims got up and shared his testimony at his ordination. And he talked about all the people that were pouring into his life over all this, all these names. He did a fantastic job. And I, I asked him, he said, and I said, what do you think? And he's like, um, his testimony hurt my heart. So why? He has all these generations of people pouring into his life. And he said, like, I'm the first. And I said to said, and it just moved my heart, I said, your grandchildren will have the same testimony as what Isaiah did at conference, being ordained, changing their nation for the Lord. And that, that's these kids. Right before we came back to Canada, and a lot has been happening, I would love for you guys to pick up our prayer card and follow us on our Facebook page. We post updates there. Um, before we came home, we were doing Kids Men, and we had a kid come up to us on day one of ministry with a, a big like, gouge in his leg here. And we were teaching how God is healer, because in that country, you need to prove that God is real. So how do you prove that? By signs and wonders and all those things. So we prayed that God would heal him. There's prayer for lots of different situations. And day two, he came back and showed us his healed leg. Education is the tool that we would use in sponsorship to walk out the physical aspect of poverty. And, but that day, that child will never forget what God did in his life. And that is why I push this, I want to do it, I see the benefits, because children are being transformed by the gospel. And you, many of you, sponsor kids, not necessarily in Cambodia, but in different countries. That is what you are giving to. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for that. And pray that the, the landscape of Cambodia will be transformed by these children. You know, these kids will grow up and their future, and we're already seeing it, will be different from their past. They will turn into young adults like Ian works with. And they are being obedient to the Lord and going to places where our family with my two girls will never be able to go for obedience. And through that obedience, we find blessing. And the kids in Cambodia have found blessings through sponsorship, relationship, and your obedience to be used by supporting CCP, First Miss in Cambodia, and supporting us to be on the mission field. We are your hands extended. We need you. We could not go without you. And so we just want to say thank you so much 
So if you have any questions, I have kids out there, and we're going to be selling some stuff. Pop by and say hi and talk to me about it. And we're going to watch a video now, another one. That is very exciting for me. And it encapsulates our heart for what we went to. ministry or outreach to those students, 20,000 students, and every day I ignored God. Not to the point where his voice was so loud that I could not ignore it anymore. And I went home and I talked to Tiffany and I said, I feel like God is calling us to do this. I said, you're crazy. That wasn't our plan when we came to Cambodia, uh, but it's really what we felt the Holy Spirit speaking to him. We rented a tiny little place across the street from the university. And we opened up a little uh, cafe. I opened the doors. I had two staff members there that were running the coffee shop. And the place sat empty for months. Uh, no students came through the doors. And I felt like I maybe had missed the voice of God. And uh, eventually we got one or two students coming through the door. And I, I would tell them to call their friends. And then their friends came. But it took a whole year of intentional relationship with those students to see anybody making a decision for Christ. The students from the provinces come into Phnom Penh to study and they don't have university housing here. They don't have a safe place for them to live. So we began to open up a place for students to live. And I remember uh, we took the students out on a camping trip. We went out to an island off the coast of Cambodia in one of the evenings I sat with them and I just shared God's heart towards them. And after on the boat run home, one student after another would come to me and say, can we study the Bible together when we come back to Amen? It was the moment that I had been waiting for every year. When we returned to the city, we started studying Bibles with them. And then it was like the front gates opened. One by one, students started giving their hearts to the Lord. And they were hungry for more. And that worship service turned into preaching and teaching. And from there, it turned into we want to call our friends to come and we want to go out and we want to go to do this. And it's like it's lodging for a year and working for a year and seeing no fruit. But then the floodgates opening and being in that place where it was like, okay, God. You were right all along, and all I had to do was just trust you. All those original students who gave their hearts to the Lord, they are the pastors, they are the teachers, they are the people that are doing the outreach to villages. Students come here to this place, they hear about Christ, they give their life to the Lord, and then they go home, and they're bringing Christ with them. And that is the best and most rewarding thing about this
How many people know that when God speaks to you, you better listen? I ignored his voice for a really long time and I was disobedient to what God wanted because I didn't come to Cambodia to do that ministry. I was very stubborn. I said, I came here to teach at a Bible school. That's what I came here to Cambodia to do. I didn't come here to work with university students. But God's voice was persistent. Eventually, you know, everyone thinks missionaries are of great faith. We always are perfect. But, you know, eventually, I followed the voice of God and was obedient to what he had to say. And from that moment, God blessed that place. We started in a tiny little, uh, just single house. And God moved from that to a second location. And from that second location, we outgrew that into our third location. And now we're busting at the seams in this converted factory where we have a church of university students meeting every Saturday night. We have 22 small groups of university students that are meeting every week. We have an English school, a Chinese school. We have sports ministries, uh, small groups, Bible studies, everything, and about 400 university students coming to all our ministries. when you're obedient to God, God blesses the work of your hands. We have somebody here with us today. He was one of the very first person to give their lives, uh, give their life to God at Global, which is the name of our university center. And he's going to come now and he's going to share his testimony with you, it's a powerful testimony. He's going to speak, he can speak English, uh, but he's going to speak fine um, for the first part that I'm going to translate for him. So why don't we welcome him? My name is Pisset. I am 28 years old. Now let me let me clarify. A lot of people think he's 12. But yes, he is 28 years old. Oh my goodness. I am so happy to be with all of you here today. Uh, today I want to share with you about my life. I was born in a Buddhist family. And in Buddhism, when you want to get a blessing, you need to 
give a sacrifice. Uh, but my family is poor, so they could not afford the sacrifice, so they couldn't do that. And so my family believed that everything bad that happened was because we couldn't do those sacrifices. And, and, and there were many bad things that happened in my house and in my family. My father was an alcoholic and he was always drunk. And when he was drunk, he would always hit my mother and my sisters. And he would use the gun to threaten to kill my mother. And he would gamble all the money away. I remember when I was young, my aunt and my uncle sexually abused me. And I stopped to care about everything. And I started to go with my friends to the club. And I started to smoke and I started to drink and started to gamble and do drugs. And I felt hopeless. And I would do anything so that I could get more money so I could buy more drugs and to gamble. And I was starting to be like my father. And there was no feeling left inside of me. When I would do drugs, all the problems would go away. But when all the drugs were gone, all the problems would come back. So I would always have to get more and more and more drugs. Uh, one day my friends went to a place called Global. And I went with them. There was a lot of people there. I didn't know that this place was a Christian place. But everybody that I met there was really nice to me. 
And they started to invite me to study Bible and, and to worship with them. And this is how I met Jesus. The real God. And when I would pray to God, all my problems would go away. God gave me peace and joy and His love. And even though I had a horrible past, God called me His child. And He filled me with His love. God changed everything about my life. Amen. I am not the same person that I was before. My life is restored. And God redeemed me. I used to be the person who would run away, was scared, weak, and shy. But now I am strong and bold because the Holy Spirit lives inside of me. And now God is using me to share His love with everybody in Cambodia. Amen. So, and I would like to ask you for your prayer for the people in my country and for my students and you know that every time that you pray to God He's answering your prayers and He can change the people's life we all know that God can do amazing things that we cannot imagine so please keep your prayer for us for the people around the world that they not know about Jesus yet. To show them that our God is real. Yeah. How much that He loved them. And also, I thank you for Pastor White that we give me time in this church. God bless your family and God bless all of you here today. Thank you.
morning we want to speak to you. Our prayer for this church and for this province has always been that the people of this province would be obedient to God's voice. When the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, and when you're reading the Bible and you're reading what's in there, that you would follow what God says for you to do. And as you're obedient to that, God is going to change this town. He's going to change this province. And he's going to change this nation. And we're going to stand here and give testimony of all of you that are in this building and how you stood firm in the faith, unwavering, until the very end. And you receive salvation. That's our prayer for you this morning. We thank you for having us here. We thank you for your prayers and your support to us. Your prayers move the hand of God. And they have got us through some hard times in Cambodia. So we want to thank you for that. But we want to pray for you. Can we stand together? We're going to pray for you today. That's what we're praying
But I think we have much to be thankful for in Newfoundland, don't you? I think yes, we need to bring our hands together.
girls today. You see, they didn't choose Cambodia. God chose it for their parents. So they had to leave their grandparents, their cousins, grow up in a nation where they have no family. When I went over to Cambodia that first time, Pastor Ian and as I said, are like family to us. And I was driving through one of the villages and I looked at them and I said, I hope to God that God's called you here. Because I said, these poor little girls. And they looked at me and said, Pastor, don't worry. God has called us here. And God has already protected our children. These little girls are paying a sacrifice to follow their mother the hand. And I think we need to be to pray for them. God's hand will be upon their little lives. Let's reach in our hands. The works of Kelly. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the call of God you placed upon this family. But we know these little girls today are away from home, away from their grandparents, their uncles, their aunts, their cousins. Because mom and dad are obedient to what God's called them to do. I pray that you bless their little lives. I pray that they would sense God's hand upon them every moment that they live. And I pray today that you would bless them abundantly. We pray for Evelyn's foot right now. We claim a complete healing in this foot now in the name of Jesus. And we pray that when she gets an x-ray later this week, that this foot will be completely restored. And there will be nothing whatsoever that will hinder her walking from this moment onward. We pray for a good report, and we claim healing now in the name of Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. They're going to go back to their table. God bless them. Amen. Would you come? If you believe in missions, if you believe in missionaries, and you believe the call of God is to go into the world and to preach the gospel, forget your dinner for a moment and please come. Please come. And let's pray as these missionaries go to the uttermost parts of the world. Let's gather around as we sit in together.
Amen. Let's reach out our hands. See you. Mark? Yeah, it's not turned off. Oh, I'll turn it off.